There we go. Well, it's good to see you this morning. It's good to be together. Amen? Amen. Amen. I'm trying to calm down. Uh, Clay has a real appreciation for when I'm calm and cool and collected, which, by the way, is a lot easier for me to do in Bible class than it is when I preach. But, you know, have something for you this morning. Uh, you know, everything, everybody from uh, corporate executives and plant managers and even shop foremans to football coaches uh, have used this model or these questions when trying to uh, build a team or accomplish something or resolve a problem with these three questions. The what? The so what? And the now what? Well, I think we can use those uh, in regard to Scripture. The what? The world offers you a what in regard to what? All, all three of these questions we're asking this morning is regarding the way out. Don't you want a way out? A way out of living a life that's not worth it. A way out of, of the heartbreak and the sin and, and the troubles of this world. A, a way that, that brings us out of those. A way that brings us to, to life. A way that brings us to purpose and meaning. And maybe most of all, peace. Don't you want a way out of the turmoil? Death turmoil? In your family, in your business, in your mind? You got any frustration? You got any confusion? Don't you want a way out? Well, the world's got a list of the ways out, you know. Uh, Let's battle inequality and, and injustice and let's give ourselves to being uh, prolific and profitable and, and educated. And, well, the problem with money and power and influence and, and battling against things that we don't agree with is it doesn't last. It doesn't last. And when you pursue, when you're pursuing that as a way out, when you're pursuing, uh, you know, financial independence or whatever, when you're when you're pursuing uh, uh, ridding the world of injustice, you might as well have walked up to an escalator that's going this way. And start climbing it. And you can't go with one speed. 
You're not going anywhere. It's not accomplishing anything. Oddly enough, this, this peace and this meaning and this purpose that everybody longs for so much, oddly enough, the Bible reveals to you that Adam and Eve had that. In the Garden of Eden, they weren't confused. They weren't frustrated. They, they weren't scared. They weren't without purpose. They weren't without function. They weren't guilty and ashamed and fussing and fighting. Didn't have any of that. And in that garden, though, really God warned Adam, here you are, man, this paradise on earth, if you'll allow me that. But I'm warning you, there's a way out. Didn't he? Guess what Adam and Eve wound up doing? Oh, there's something greater here. God's holding out on you. God's holding out on you. You're, you're, you, you can be just like God. Elevate yourself to the position of God. That's what the world is still preaching. The devil hasn't got a new girl. He just keeps changing the dress. That's it. No, that's true. You, I think you can fix this, can't you? If you just get enough education, if you just get the right job, if you just, if you just accomplish this, if you, I mean, when you, when you, I used to volunteer in the prisons all the time. And if I had a nickel for every time somebody told me, you know, when I, guess what followed that? Get out. I said, are you getting out? Well, no. Okay, then let's quit talking about when you get, let's talk about right now. So God warned Adam, there's a way out of this. This fellowship that you have with me, this peace, this purpose that you have, this, all of this blessing, there's a way out of it. Just try to make yourself God. And they took it. Huh. Then the entirety of the rest of Scripture is explaining to us, guess, the way out of sin that we fell to, the way out of that. And so when I get out of sin, which brought the death and the shame and the guilt and the frustration and all this stuff that we don't like, if I get out of that, then I've come back to the peace, the fellowship, the purpose, a life that's worth it. The what? God in person came here. That's the what of the way out. In the form of man, God came. God came. That's the what. He came. The word became flesh. God came. He came here. He provided the what for the way out. What happened? God came. That's the what that matters. That's the what that brings eternity. That's the what that brings peace. 
He came to bring peace. I think it's my favorite focus that Randy's done this morning. That whole chapter. God's telling them ahead of time. Here, you know the way out I keep trying to give you? Here's the basis of it. He's known that from eternity. He told them that 750 years before Jesus got here. Well, God came. We're in the middle of where our, our culture and our nation is, is celebrating the fact that God came. Well, we've even messed that up into a point where we still elevate ourselves to be God. If you've got enough money, your family will be happy. If you buy enough presents, your family will be happy. If you take opportunity with this, you can sell enough stuff to have enough money to buy enough stuff for your family. And everything is, that's not a way out of anything. We've been doing that for centuries and it's not the way out of a cotton picking thing. Well, God came. God came. So what God came? So what God came? God came and he did it. He obtained redemption. Having obtained redemption. Hebrews 9. 11 and 12 and verse 14. He came. Since the children had flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity in order that by his death, that Randy read to us, in order that by his death, he, y'all just turn over there to Hebrews chapter 2, 14, 15. You need to see that in your eyeballs. Hebrews 2, 14 and 15. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity in order that by his death he might bring to naught, he might bring to nothing, he might destroy him who had, it should say, the power of death, that is the devil, and free those. He accomplished the freedom. He brought the freedom. He came, he came, as the basis of the way out, and he provided the way out. He created the way out to free those who all their lives were held in bondage by their fear of death, in the bondage of slavery by their fear of death, to free them. He destroyed him who had the power of death. 1 John 3, 8. The reason the Son of God appeared is to destroy... The work of the devil. 1 John 3.8 That's the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. And he did. We keep trying to elevate ourselves to the position of God and we're not the answer. We're not the way out. We're the ones that took the cotton-picking way out of paradise. We took the way out of peace. We took the way out of fellowship. We took the way of sin. Sin doesn't work. Sin doesn't work. 
Right now, every one of us in some regard is contemplating some sin, maybe in the recent future, maybe as soon as we get out of here, we're contemplating some, some sinful act or activity or at least thought and process that's going to give us a way out. Way out of poverty, way out of this town, way out of sickness, uh, way out of this mess, a way out of this marriage, way out of this broken relationship, a way out of this heartache. Or looking for a way out. Brothers and sisters, there ain't but one way out and you didn't provide it and you won't. God Almighty did. He came here to give it and he didn't just come here to give it. He got it done. The so what? God got it done. He got it done. By his death, he was the high priest. When Jesus came as the high priest, he represented us. Not by the blood of bulls and goats. That's a shadow. It doesn't have independent existence. The blood of bulls and goats, he came and by the reality, by his own blood, he entered God's presence on our behalf, having obtained, past tense, having obtained eternal redemption. who by the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God. That'd throw verse 15 in there probably. He got it done. He accomplished it. What? The way out. The way out of sin. The way out of death. The way to life. The way to peace. The way to fellowship. The way to to life being worth it and having meaning. It's not a way, it's a way out of suffering that doesn't make sense and doesn't matter. It's not a way that ends this world. He didn't wipe suffering off the face of this earth. You can be a Christian or a devil worshiper, and the fact is, you will suffer in this world. You can be the most accomplished sinner there is, and you're not providing a way out of suffering. God is offering and making a way out of suffering that doesn't matter and make sense. As a Christian, as one who's taken God up on the fact that he came and trusting and giving ourselves to the fact that he accomplished what needed to be accomplished, that the redemption is the price paid. God, God warned Adam about a way out of, of paradise. And he's revealing to us this is God's person. This is God's revelation. This is God's appeal. God came. That's a fact. God accomplished what he came to accomplish. Redemption. He purchased the right to give you a way out with his own blood. And he presented that blood in heaven on your behalf. Now the biggest question up here for everybody that sits here now. Now what? This is true. This is not an apologetic sermon. If you want one, three, two, five, seven, two, eight, zero, nine, six, five. I'll give you all the reason, all the evidence, all the all the proof that you want. But these are facts. Now what? This is God's appeal. Now what will you do with this fact? 
Will you acknowledge it? What will you do with this fact? There is two a way out. Now what? Will you take it? Will you take God's way out? This is the price. He paid the price so God could say verifiably and factually, I will be their God and they will be my people. And I will remember their sins no more. They can be free of their sin because I have destroyed the work of the devil on their behalf. They can no longer be held in bondage by their fear of death because I will give them life. I will give them the way out of death and the way into life. I will give them a way for their souls, bodies, spirits, and minds to be redeemed. No longer will our thinking and our lives be tied to futility, which is just a further way in the effort of ourself, the desires of our flesh. That's just a further way into what Adam took, the way out of paradise. You're just getting farther and farther from paradise all the time, following your own ingenuity, your own thinking, and the lust of your own flesh. You're getting farther from paradise every single second to do that. And God has made a way for us to come back. He paid the price for us to come back. He paid the price for your life to be worth it. I don't know if anybody is really after a life where nothing ever goes wrong and you only get your way. That's a desire of your flesh that doesn't accomplish anything. It's not going to happen on cursed earth anyway. God is giving you a way out of that and a way into, yeah, I'll suffer on this life. And you know what? God's involved. It will make sense. And it's just going to bring me more peace and fellowship. I cannot be defeated. But I got to take it. I got to be willing to believe all this as logical as it is, as, as verifiable as it is. I've got to be willing to stake my life on this and take my stand on this and be willing to whatever happens, take my way out. The way out's offered to you through Jesus Christ. He is the way out. Will you take him up on that? Well, I did, preacher, in November 1978. Well, it's not November 1978 anymore. It's right now. You're going to take him up on it today? You're going to fix your own life and fix your own problems. Whether you're a Christian or whether you're just contemplating becoming one, you can rest assured. The answer to this question is of ultimate importance. What now? This is facts. There ain't nothing all the devils in hell or you can do about it. These are objective facts. The response is what will we do now? Will we trust him? Will we love him? Will we let him have his way? Will we put our faith in the power of the blood. No, it takes power to give a way out. 
And Jesus shed his blood to create that way. Will you take him up on it? I'm begging you to consider. God didn't trick Adam into leaving paradise. God's not trying to trick or manipulate you to take the way out. He's not. He's not going to force you to take it. He didn't force Adam to take it. He's not going to force you to take the way back into it. He's just revealed it. He's verified it. And he's leaving you an appeal that invites you toward it. Seriously consider it. Let's pray. Almighty God and Father in heaven, we love you, Father, for who you are. You are, Father, the what of the way out. Because you came to this place. You did something about our problem. You came in the person of your son. And in your son, Father, you accomplished. You paid the price of redemption. You obtained redemption so that it could be available. You whipped the devil and destroyed his work so we could live, Father, free of that fear. You have revealed all that, Father, and in that revelation, you appeal to us. Your appeal is for us to deny ourselves, to take up, to take on, and to follow Jesus who loved us and gave himself for us. To be willing, Father, to let him be our way out. To let his so what be our so what that carries us through life. And to let him, Father, for the rest of our lives be the answer to what now? What now? We follow Jesus. Father, bless us. Bless us as people who are interested, not in making ourselves God, but interesting in taking God up on his offer of what he has paid the price to give us. Thank you, Father, for all you've given us. Thank you for the revelation that makes it clear and plain and simple. And thank you, Father, for the opportunity that is today, the opportunity to answer what now. Now, Father, is all we have. Yesterday is gone, and the poet is right. Tomorrow never comes. Thank you, Father, for the now and the opportunity to respond. Bless us and guide us in these things, Father, in any way that brings you glory for the promise-keeping God that you are. It's through Jesus who came here, who bled and died here, and was resurrected again here, and ascended to heaven, Father, at your right hand from here, that we might choose that we might choose, Father, the way out. We praise you for that. Glorify yourself in it. It's through Jesus who bled and died and intercedes for us now. We pray these things. Amen. God can't love you more than he does. Jesus Christ can't be more accomplished than he is. And they both appeal to you. Answer the what now. If we can help you right now, answer your what now. Please let us know while we stand, while we sing.
Could you be free from the burden? 